Hello everyone and welcome to another IMCO in 5 minutes. My name is Jonathan Chan and this IMCO is for April the 12th, 2019. There was a protest over the weekend and it carried over to Monday this past week. And it was a protest against the modular housing that the city of Vancouver was being was proposing to build along uh, West 59th and Heather Street. And that's the Marple area. The protest consisted of 200 to 250 residents, and their concern was not about the housing project per se or the homelessness or the homeless people that were about to live in it. Their protest was against where the modular housing was being built. The modular house apparently was being proposed to be built near three schools, and um, two of them, one of them was an elementary school, another one was a high school, another one was a ideal school, and that's what it was said. But... The concern of the of the residents was the safety of their children because they believe that because most of the uh, homeless people have mental disabilities or drug addictions, these folks would endanger their children and uh, pose a threat of their uh, livelihood. And so that's what they were protesting about, the location of the modular housing. Now, Bill Good contributed his opinion on this on News 1130. Now, if you know, Bill Good contributes like his one-minute opinion uh, each day with regards to a current topic. And so this one, uh, he addressed with his one-minute opinion. And interestingly, what he said, he said that, why are we protesting? We shouldn't. Because if housing affordability and homelessness has become the hottest topic, regardless of what level of government you're in, should we not just allow the people we elect to go ahead and create solutions because wherever the government is trying to pro uh, will propose to build wherever they want to build there will always be protests now some of you know that uh, he's right in the, when the city of Richmond uh, wanted to propose a modular house being built in the city center there was huge protests there luckily the city went ahead with it and till this day no one knows the difference also in the same tone they, uh, I think it was a year before or two years before, there was a protest along Fraser and 27th because the city of Vancouver wanted to propose a modular house being built over there. There was huge protest there, but thank goodness the city went ahead with it. And till this day, talking to some of my friends and neighbors there, uh, friends and their neighbors there, no one really knows the difference. And so, yes, there's a, there's a lot of fear-mongering here, but regardless of the fear-mongering, Bill Good says, why should we protest? Because... We know that the land is scarce, and we know that the government is trying to do some, make some solution to get people off the street, so should we not just let them? How should a Christian look at this? Well, I personally uh, live in a townhouse complex that's right between uh, two social housing complexes that house uh, people with low income, drug addictions, mental illness, and also refugees. And so I get firsthand experience on people complaining about whenever bad things happen, uh, people complain that, oh, it must be the social housing complexes. It must be the people there. And, you know, we just jump to the conclusion that, you know, if bad things happen, it got to be the people that we view as bad. But let's get back to this uh, question here. So from my opinion and from my reflections of where I stand, um, here's what I want to offer. When Bill Gates says, should we not just allow the government to enact their solutions? I interpreted it as a Christian. I interpreted it as a similar question to what the Pharisee asked of Jesus. When Jesus uh, was asked, what is the greatest commandment? Uh, Jesus responded to say, love God with all your all and love your neighbor with all your all. Sorry, poor grammar, but you know what I mean. 
And the Pharisee responds, okay, Jesus, you're so smart. Who is my neighbor? And for those of us who are very keen on the Bible and who are very knowledgeable in that in our uh, Bible stories, you know that Jesus responded with a parable. And that parable was commonly entitled, The Good Samaritan. And that is very cringeworthy uh, when it, if a Jew heard this uh, back in those days. You know, when the Pharisees and the Jews were listening to Jesus' teachings. When Jesus mentioned the word Samaritan during his parable, that was a cringe factor because Samaritans were hated by the Jews. Why? Well, if you recall about the woman at the well, uh, Jesus said, that, the, the woman actually said that the Samaritans believed in this particular scripture, they only read this particular scripture, they worship a different mountain, and they have a different diet, whatever. So Jews and Samaritans didn't agree with each other, and what's worse is that the Jews saw the Samaritans as dirty, as uh, unholy, and just unlikable. So they were a hated group by the Jews. So for a Samaritan... To help a desperate Jew in the parable, that is just uncalled for. And so Jesus did a cringe factor there and made the Pharisees cringe because what Jesus is saying to them and to us is that our neighbors are not the ones that we love. Our neighbors are those that are unlovable. Our neighbors are, are those who just are just unlovable, difficult to deal with, and we just don't agree with their values, with their behaviors, with their personalities. Those are our neighbors, not the ones that we love or those ones that we can deal with. And Jesus basically leaves that full stop. And so back to this point here, how should a Christian respond to modular housing being built in our neighborhoods? How should a, a Christian respond to modular housing and social housing uh, being built near schools? Well, there's a lot, there's two things that I think that, that comes to point. First is that these are our neighbors, homeless people, homeless people, people who have no homes or shelters, people who have drug addictions, people who have mental illness. They are our neighbors. They are the ones who we are called to love. Yes, they may be difficult to deal with. Yes, they may be pose a danger. Yes, they may be stinky or smelly and they may talk loud and they may be hostile. But we are called to love them. We are called to love those who may be unlovable. Second, there's a lot of trust involved. Basically, what Jesus also said in the parable is to trust God. Tr entrust the safetyness of our kids. Entrust the safetyness of our whatever, our house, our homes. Entrust the safety of our lives, our livelihood to God. For if we love our neighbors, God will honor us and love us and, and protect us. For we are to love God and lo by loving our neighbors. And so, here's a practical example I would like to give you. Like I said, I live in between two social housing complexes. One on my, the east side of my townhouse and one on the west side of our townhouse. I'm the Strata Council president, so I receive a lot of emails. One day, I think it was two years ago, our uh, community mailbox uh, was broken into. And so naturally, I received tons of emails coming to me saying, Oh, Jonathan, you got to investigate, go to the social housing complexes and find out who the culprit is, who did this and sue them and have them cover the cost of the repair of our mailbox. So instantly, when bad things happen, we instantly blame it on the people that we define as bad. You get this? Instantly, we, when bad things happen, we instantly 
blame on those who we define as bad. That's loving, not loving our neighbor. So I took this opportunity. Now, I prayed over this, of course, but I took this opportunity to say, look, this is my opportunity to shine as a Christian, to shine for Jesus, right? And so I responded to all the emails in one big massive email and said, look, who is to say that it could have been one of our teenagers in our complex who just happened to find it really like an entertainment to break into our mailboxes and just pry it open? Who is to say that it could be the other market level, the townhouse complexes that could have broken into uh, our mailbox? Who's to say that it could be even anybody in our neighborhood and maybe somebody that just drove in, which was the case, by the way. And so, to the principle and to conclude this uh, IMCO, in my opinion, how a Christian should respond to when there's modular housing being built beside us or whatever, or even uh, when bad things happen, we shouldn't jump to a conclusion that bad things happen because of the, are done by the people that we define as bad. Because the people that we define as bad may the, be the very neighbors that we are called to love. That's my opinion. I'm Jonathan Chan of Company and Disciples, a ministry for business and working professionals to empower them to become exemplary leaders by connecting God's work with theirs. If you are interested in knowing more about what we do, visit our website at companyanddisciples.com. Till next time, have a blessed weekend.